Plastics take the stage at an international exhibit in Amsterdam. The ingenious alchemy of coal and oil provides the material into a wide variety of products, articles for household use, as well as tools for industry. Ah, yes, that was what the world thought of plastics way back when. They were going to revolutionize the world. And you know what? They did. But more recently, we know that that revolutionizing came with a very high price that we are now trying to mitigate somehow. Plastic pollution is what we worry about these days, and for good reason, which is why when you can tell someone, hey, we can recycle that plastic, we all jump on the idea. We love it. Fill up that blue box, right? We do it. Well, who wouldn't want to do something good like that? But is it actually working? Are we recycling plastic and making a positive difference? Not everyone thinks so. The Center for Climate Integrity has written a report, and it's called The Fraud of Plastic Recycling. Chelsea Lindsay is a staff attorney there and the author of the report, and Chelsea joins us now. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, thanks for having me. Now, Chelsea, that's a pretty strong title for your report. Are we not recycling plastic? Indeed. Um, recycling Plastic recycling, uh, the rate of plastic recycling has never exceeded 9.5% globally. We have produced a, over 8 billion tons of plastic, and only about 9% of that globally has ever been recycled. Now, is that higher in some areas than others? Because I think we feel like, you know, here in Canada, we do a pretty good job. There are certain types of plastic that are recycled at higher rates than others. For example, um, what we know as plastics number one and number two under the industry's ID codes that you see on the plastic packages, um, those plastics, which are PET and HDPE, um, specifically the you know soda bottles uh, are PET number one, uh, milk jugs are, are, are HDPE number two, those products are recycled at a relatively higher rate than others. But even that is not a particularly high rate. The rates for those are about 25 to 30%, um, even at the highest uh, rates around the world. Okay. So Chelsea, I think a lot of people are having the same reaction that I am right now is if that's the case, what's happening to everything I'm putting in my blue box? Most of what gets put into your blue box, if it cannot be recycled, if it's not one of those um, certain types of plastic that can be recycled, it will go to a landfill or to an incinerator, or it will leak into the environment. So then why are we doing this? No, that's a great question. Um, our report uh, documents that over decades, the big oil and plastics industry have um, carried out a coordinated campaign to convince us that plastic is the, the solution to the plastic waste problem. So, um, you know, like you said, if recycling works, we're all very eager to jump on the bandwagon and believe that. Um, and, uh, you know, why wouldn't we believe the companies that are telling us they're investing heavily in making this work? And, it, you know, we don't expect them to be deceiving us about that fact. Okay, but how does this happen? According to your report, how does this work? Then we put things in for recycling and does it just keep moving down the chain, moving down the chain until people no longer worry about what happens to it? Essentially, that that's right. I mean, we want people, the, the industry wants people to think that when they put their plastic out to the curb that it will, you know, it, something will happen with it. It will be reused again and again. But what's actually happening um, is that the majority of that is not being recycled. Um, only, you know, certain types of plastic that can be recycled are being recycled. Um, and the rest of it is going to a landfill or an incinerator. Um, 
I had another point and I've totally lost my train That's of thought. But. <laughs> I was thinking though, is it a matter that we can't recycle it? Is it too expensive? Like what is preventing the actual recycling from happening? There are a number of technical and economic limitations to recycling plastic. So on the technical side, a lot of plastics are made from composite materials that just cannot be recycled together. Um, to recycle plastic, you need a very pure um, input. And so, you know, the HDP ju HDPE jugs, the PET water bottles, those are all really similar um, type of plastic. They can be recycled together. That makes it easier technically to recycle them. But the majority of plastics are just too um, complex to actually be technically recycled. So on the economic... Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, ahead. Chelsea, what do, what do we do with this then? Because people want to do good. We don't want to use these products unless they, you know, we know they're being recycled. Right. So um, the best, you know, we've we've all heard the terms uh, reduce, reuse, recycle. Um, the reason we say them in that order is because that is the order of priority and best result. Um, so we uh, can reduce the amount of plastic that is produced in the first place. That is the number one best way uh, to solve the plastic waste crisis. Um, but the plastics industry doesn't want that to happen. Um, they have sold us the myth of plastic recycling to prevent that exact thing from happening. Um, so, you know, pushing your leaders and officials to look into this deception so that we can move forward with real solutions is one thing um, that consumers can do. Well, something to think about. Chelsea, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. That's Chelsea Lindsley, staff attorney at the Center for Climate Integrity and author of the report called The Fraud of Plastic Recycling. Certainly gives us something to think about, doesn't it?